Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the thing you don't want is a bunch of words just floating around in their head. You want it to be, okay, this is in this category. Because as soon as inside zone gets all jumbled up with a gap scheme, you got problems. Anytime that you get your pass pro and it's just a bunch of words floating around in their head, to me, they're going to struggle to learn. And if you can keep it in nice, tidy little groups, to me, you become a better teacher. Today's episode is with national champion and offensive line coach of the Georgia Bulldogs, Matt Luke. Coach Luke retired after the national championship, and he explains that here in the introduction to his talk. But he was part of the Cool Clinic this past week and gave a very informative presentation on grouping your schemes, how to simplify your teaching. And he had some great video to go along with this. I highly recommend checking out all the cool clinic presentations you could get the replays at cool2022.coachesclinic.com and in this one coach is going to talk about how he thinks about all the different schemes that they use as an offensive line and how to best group those together for teaching and install so here's coach wiley introducing coach matt luke who is the offensive line coach for the 2021 national champion georgia bulldogs All right, now, the national champions, the University of Georgia, we have Matt Luke. Matt played at Ole Miss. He was at Ole Miss, and he went to Murray State, and he went back to Ole Miss. And he went to Tennessee, and he went back to Ole Miss. Okay? (laughs) Right? And he's at Ole Miss again, and all of a sudden, he had a chemical imbalance that took place in his blood. He became the head coach. I don't know why he wanted to do that, but he did it at at his alma mater. He moved from Ole Miss the University of Georgia and won the national championship, which everybody would like to have one of those rings. Congratulations on your success. Thank you, coach. As a coach, as a player, as a head coach, that's the goal. You're trying to get to that spot where you can get one of those and you have one of the very few rings that they give out. Congratulations. That's Thank you, coach. It's impressive to watch that game. Right, you guys out there, like I was telling everybody, please have a list of questions to ask Matt at the end. You got them now. You got all. You got about six hundred guys. Go talk to them. Okay, awesome. Well, guys, I appreciate y'all being here. That was the the first thing I wanted to say before I get started. My presentation is just for you guys that are offensive line coaches, and you're out there just by you showing up and trying to get better. 
it means a lot. And I uh, just appreciate I'm, I'm, you know, excited about this opportunity. I haven't done anything football since February. So I'm excited to talk some ball with you to get you guys today. And the thing I think is if you get, if you get one thing out of not just my talk, but out of anybody's talk, if you get, if you can get one thing to take back with you, it's worth it. It's worth your time. So I, I really do appreciate y'all coming on here. And uh, hope, like I said, hopefully you can, you can steal one thing or, or maybe get one key word. I remember it really is two key words. I remember I was listening to a talk at, at the cool clinic and I, and I got the term body presence and it really helped me on my double teams. Cause I just, I was using another term at the time and it was like early on and just the term body presence. I just thought it really helped me. And then I remember going back and teaching uh, that Bob used to send out these DVDs, this DVD collection of all the talks. It's not, it wasn't on the computer. It tells you that I'm pretty old, but I would go back in the DVDs and watch Inside Zone or watch Alex Gibbs and Outside Zone. Or I, I would, I was struggling with a with a pass pro technique. I was, I would go back in these DVDs and I would, I would find something that would help me. So I really appreciate y'all being here. And like I said, hopefully you can get one thing out of this. And, and again, before I start talking, I did uh, here recently in February. I made the decision to retire. You know, I've been a basically an offensive line coach my entire career. And for those of you guys that are aspiring to be head coaches, in my opinion, O-line coaches make the best head coaches because they're relationship-oriented guys. But I did – I just uh, – I, I, I have a son that's uh, 14, and I have a son that's 10. And, and I just – I had a unique opportunity to, to step away and to spend some time with those guys. So I just – I wasn't sure if everybody knew that, but in February I did make a decision to step away and just be a dad for a little while, we kind of checked off some boxes with the head coach at your alma mater and then winning a national championship. But like I said, I appreciate you guys being on here. With that, let's get started. What, what, what you can expect is I, I want to talk to you about grouping plays. And, but while I'm talking about grouping plays, I'm going to have a little sample of each of our schemes. So you're going to get a chance to see some inside zone, some outside zone, three or four different gap schemes, counter, counter OT, the duo play. I got a few of our uh, T-word plays with a pin and pull and then uh, then a couple of pass pros. So you'll get a pretty good sample of our whole offense. But I do think very, very important to compartmentalize your plays. And what do I mean by that? I think as you go and you're trying to figure out how I'm going to install, like what, how am I going to teach this, I think it's very, very important. And then we came up with this idea from in 2006 at the University of Tennessee we were a huddle team with Coach Cutcliffe. And then 2007, we went to no huddle. So we were, we were coming up with all these different words and how are we going to teach this? How are we going to transition from huddle where we're telling everybody a lot of information to no huddle where you're maybe using one or two words to try to describe the whole play? And, as, and it was scary. It was really scary as an O-line coach because there's a lot of information that you need to be successful. As an O-line coach, you need to know, is there a tight inside run? Is it an open side run? Is it a split flow run? Like, give me some information. I was really, really nervous. But as you're looking at this, I do think when you're building your library of plays, you have to group them together. I group mine together as all zone plays, inside zone plays. Then I put outside zone plays, and there was a category. And what I mean by compartmentalize, I mean a category. So all of our inside zones were states. All of our outside zones were snakes. All of our gap schemes were animals. 
all of our T words were like uh, transportation type. And so you, you kind of get what I'm, what I'm saying. You have to group your plays together so your players understand them. Now, having said that, you know, you got you to have a way for a direction. And like, so if you want to do Texas, so Texas true is inside zone to the right. But you just got to make sure that you're doing a good job of being descriptive because you, there's a lot of states out there, 50 states. You can be very, very descriptive with how you teach it. Because I want to know, is it to a tight end? So, uh, you know, you could put a T word in there for to a tight end, a state with a T, Texas. You could do um, a Y in there. If you call the tight end a Y, you could, you could have a, a state with a Y in it. Any, anything like that to be descriptive. Split flow, I, that, that was important to me. So just, just make sure that you're doing a good job of grouping your plays. And I think your players, especially if you're going up-tempo, they only have so much dish space, especially high school, college. You don't have a whole lot of time to meet with them. So the thing you don't want is a bunch of words just floating around in their head. You want it to be, okay, this is in this category. Because as soon as inside zone gets all jumbled up with a gap scheme, you got problems. Anytime that you get your pass pro and it's just a bunch of words floating around in their head, to me, they're going to struggle to learn. And if you can keep it in nice, tidy little groups, to me, you become a better teacher and you become a better installer. And, and I think once you get it on your board that way, and I, and I, and I still, to the, you know, till when we stopped in the national championship game, we had to go to the hotel. But in that hotel, on that board, I grouped all the schemes for them. Hey, this is, this is what we're – this is all the inside zones we're running. This is the outside zone. This is the gap schemes we're carrying. All right, these are the screens we're running. But it was all up on the board, just like it was at our home base. And I just think that's very important because I think they can visualize what they're about to run. And to me, that's what great coaches do is they're able to make that visual come to life on the field. So I think that's very, very important. But make sure each scheme has a theme, and, and that, that's where you can be creative. And, and the players, you know, I, I think they like that stuff. You can use uh, NFL football team. I know at Ole Miss we used fast food places because we were running tempo a lot. So just be very creative on how you group your and, and take time to really think through it. Okay, this is inside zone to a tight end, so we're going to call it something with a T in it. This is inside zone to an open end or inside zone to the weak side. So we're going to have a W in it or an O in it. This is inside zone with split flow. So I know the linebackers are fall back. So I'm going to call it this. Okay, this is gap scheme. This is one back power. We're going to call it Green Bay. This is two back power. We're going to call it whatever, whatever the case may be. But I'm grouping everything in a, a nice, tidy little box. But when I say compartmentalize, that's what I mean. I mean grouping your schemes. And again, just like I said, it makes install very, very easy. All right, so going on. So just starting the inside zone, we were an inside zone team. Felt like we could stay on schedule with inside zone. But as you're coming up with these words, we, we, it, got, it got kind of ridiculous because I want all the information. But you could get to where you have six or seven different ways to run inside zone different terms. Because they're descriptive. Inside zone to a two, and inside zone to a tight end. Inside zone to a tight end with a split flow. Uh, you might have open end inside zone, but all those things are, are are important for the offensive lineman to know. And you know that that split flow deal was big to me because the linebackers play it different. 
So I, I just think that uh, just make sure you come up with a good, and again, you don't have to use this, and they don't use this anymore at Georgia. But you can, whatever, whatever you have, whatever you could come up with to fit inside zone in to do that. So again, that, that was important to me. And then also have the ability to maybe throw, we, we use some B terms or we, we could tag a lock on, on some things. You'd use a tag word for the, the zone insert play where the backside would lock. And I have, I have some shots of each one of those. One advantage to having clear and concise language that has a definitive meaning for your players is that it allows you to effectively and efficiently make adjustments as well as communicate with staff as the game is going. A tremendous tool for making adjustments on Friday nights is your instant replay system, but the effectiveness is very dependent on having great technology, and that's where our partner of the Coaching Coordinator Podcast, Sportscope, excels. When you go feature by feature and compare Sportscope to the competition, it's a no-brainer. From the speed in which you can access video from the previous play to what it will cost your program overall, Sportscope wins in all regards. Sportscope gives you easy and predictive play tagging, picture-in-picture angle switching, smart features like sorting clips into play lockers for use of those clips at halftime, as well as giving you live in-game opponent stats and tendencies. Technology can certainly provide advantages on game day, but only if you can trust it and maximize its effectiveness. For an episode on how exactly to do that, listen to Douglas Rivers, six-time state champion at nationally ranked Dutch Fork High School, and see how Sportscope helps them win. Links are in the show notes, and go to sportscope.com for more information. Now let's get back to Coach Luke, who will talk about his gap schemes and how he groups those. Okay. Let's get into a little gap schemes. All right, now, gap schemes, same thing. We used animals, but you can use, you know, I've used football teams. I've used, I've used all kinds of different things. It's whatever fits for you, okay? But, again, I do think when you're running gap schemes, is it to a tight end or is it to open end? Are you running counter to open end or are you running it to a tight end? I think it's very, very important, especially if you start going against three down fronts. In my opinion, you start facing all these odd fronts put a tight end on the ball on their ass and make them defend that. So I just, I think that's very important, but is it open inside? Is it to a tight inside? You know, and, and are you running counter open end counter to a tight end power, one back power, two back power, or is it counter OT? Is it to a tight end or to an open inside? Okay. Really like the counter OT play. One of my favorites, especially if you have a running quarterback. All right. So now going into the T words, we had three different turns. We put them all in. This is all tackle pull, down block, pull. We have one that was uh, one, one down block, another that was two down blocks, and then we have one with three people in it. So I, I'm going to show you those. We'll try to get through it so we can watch. Um, I think when you're grouping, you're uh, obviously mo- most people use six-man protection the most. When you're grouping your protections, you know, first thing that came to my mind on protections was, you know, Army terms, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. Uh, you know, stuff that, that protects, you know, that protects our country. So using those terms in protection, I think that's a good place to start. You know, you can use whatever, what, you know, you can use whatever you want, but find a grouping that, that, that you do like. But uh, six man was what we used the most. And uh, we got to start using a little bit more five man toward the end. But I think you have to be descriptive on for sure. Five, is it five man or six man for the call side tackle? Are we in a sort? And then I think you have, a, you need to have a slide protection category 
You need to have a, a five-man protection category, a six-man protection category. And then if you are a seven-man max pro, you can put that in another, another category. So I think very, very important for that. All right, let's watch a little bit of five-man protection, and that'll wrap it up when we get to the, the Q&A. So, again, the biggest difference is, you know, we always put the back, the call side is the side the back's on, so we're sorting away. But the call side tackle and five-man protection, is he's a double-read tackle. He's what we call a, a hot tackle. You know, I, I want to I marry this up with our, with our six-man protection and just make sure that they know the call side tackle. Every, the sort side doesn't change. It's the same. Just the, the call side tackle is now going to be your dual read tackle. But when you're grouping these plays together, I think the six man and the five man, they need to be married to each other, but they need to, okay, six man backs in, five man, they know the tailback's out. However you want to want to do it. And then you probably need one for empty just based on how much you, you use that. Thank you again for listening to the Coach and Coordinator Podcast. Be sure to check out all the links that we mentioned as well as related links in the show notes. I'll put a link in there to all of the speakers that we've had on the podcast from The Cool Clinic. Follow me on Twitter at Coach K. Grabowski and follow all we're doing at coachandcoordinator.com.